Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. From the hard side. <laughs> Talk about hard side. Hard side's wrestling. Hard side is having to wrestle, go through the grind, go through oh my lord, people people out there don't know what wrestlers go through. So talk about hard side, folks. How are you doing tonight? I am the fantasy jester. I am I am now here. Talking to you from Florida, from Deland, Florida. It's absolutely beautiful, 80-degree night. And uh, we're getting ready for a great FXE live show tonight. Getting ready for the draft edition. And we're going to be talking. It's going to be JT and I tonight. We uh, Bill Crude's on. Uh, he's out. He's actually uh, touring for a couple weeks. Uh, he'll be back eventually. And then um, we've got Joey Cage. Uh, yesterday, he was wrestling up in New Jersey uh, against his rival, the Sean Grizzly battle. And uh, we'll talk about that later as we talk about the local Florida scene. Mm-hmm. Folks, uh, really looking forward to a great show tonight. As, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring in JT right away. Let's get this thing going. And uh, without any further ado, let's see, where is my esteemed colleague? Hello, JT, you there? Jester, how's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. I, I I can't complain. A little, a little, a little more excitement over the past couple of days than I would like. But uh, here I am to tell the tale, and uh, another great night of wrestling. Absolutely, and it's getting close to uh, brand split and draft time too. So things are uh, should be heating up quite a bit. Yeah, we've got a couple of interesting things. We're going to talk tonight about the uh, NXT. And we're going to talk about, you know, this whole draft that's coming up. Who who might be either coming up from NXT? We heard from Joey Cage last week on his opinion. JT and I are going to weigh in on it this week. Uh, they had a great match tonight on NXT. We're going to discuss that in a minute. And then also we're going to talk about the draft. Who are the former wrestlers well, who are the wrestlers, possibly maybe some TNA wrestlers, former WWE people that are going to get back into the wrestling scene, get back into, you know, I say wrestling scene, and, and here's why. I'm sorry. Uh, all due respect, as much as I can give to uh, somebody I really don't know. I don't know the people who run TNA, probably lovely people, um, but... You know, just it's no secret, folks. Uh, I'm not saying anything out there. Uh, they're struggling, right, JT? I mean, they're not. Oh yeah. They could be. They they have some fantastic talent that they could be working with, and uh, you know, some of those guys I, I have a feeling they're going to be coming over, and we'll talk about that in the draft. Also, the Bray Wyatt family compound uh, scene is getting a lot of uh, a lot of flack from the Hardy boys and the, about how much it resembles their final deletion. And 
We're going to talk about that. And then finally, we're going to talk about the local Florida scene because uh, a lot's gone on and yeah, there's, a lot, there's a little bit to talk about there, folks. So uh, it's going to be a great show. Let's get this underway. What's that? Tonight in NXT, uh, JT, great, great match. You know, Finn Bauer versus uh, Nakamura tonight. Uh, that was the only one we were able to watch uh, before right. be, before we had to uh, get ready to go on air tonight. Well, you, know, you can't get excited watching those two guys go at it. I mean, you're, you're watching the wrong show. They are absolutely – they put on a, a great theatrics uh, – prior to the show, and then they go ahead and, and do a great – they're just phenomenal wrestlers, I think, both, you know, different moves, uh, willing to take it uh, take it to the limit, really, it seems like, these guys. And that is why they're headed to where they're headed. I mean, I don't think it's any big secret that they're probably going to be called up. And, you know, one of the things about it, though, is if you watched NXT tonight, folks – it was very interesting to see Samoa Joe's reaction because, you know, at, at the beginning of the show, they pretty much just made it all about Finn Balor and Nakamura. And, I mean, the buzz was and the talk about the NXT this week was about them and not so much him. And he was kind of taking it as, you know, hey, listen, no matter how who wins this match tonight, that doesn't make you the number one contender. So he was he was a little upset that they're assuming that, you know, whoever wins is now going to be the number one contender. He was also upset at the idea that Finn Balor should ever be uh, the number one contender because he's already beat right. the demon. In his exactly. own words, I've beat I've beat the demon. Why, why do I have to do it again? Hmm. So, um, no, actually, next week, and that should be an interesting match, is I want to see what happens. Uh, it's going to be him and Rhino next week, uh, Samoa Joe and Rhino next week. Uh, so that'll be an interesting oh. matchup. And God, you, you were going to say Rhino. something? Well, I was going to say Rhino. I'll tell you, a few months ago, or maybe five, six months ago when I saw him, the guy looked absolutely horrible. Uh, watched him uh, last week on NXT, and the guy the guy looks good. I mean, looks like he's in shape. He looks like he's cleaning himself up. He looks like he's uh, excited about what he's doing. So, you know, that's a that's a guy that I wonder if uh, we don't see coming back up to the main roster during the you know the brand split. Yeah, yeah, that, that you know again. These are guys, uh, there's a bunch of good talent there in NXT, and you just watch the shows, they're entertaining. It's just, uh, you know, this brand split that's coming up, and you take a look at things, and me personally, I think they're going to keep the champion there, believe it or not. You think Joe, you think Sol Samoa Joe uh, takes that if you have a, you know, a couple guys get called up for the brand split and he's not one of them? He he's gonna do it. The only reason why is so that he could hold the belt a little bit longer and let him know that he'll eventually be up. I can't see them handing the belt over right now at this point. Nah, right. I, I, well, yeah. I, at this point, it's yeah, yeah. You know, and it, well, you know, it's something be... to think about. I'm sorry, Jess. There's something to think about, though. You know, I heard. Uh, you know, speaking of NXT and Samoa Joe holding the belt, you know, I heard an interesting. Uh, interesting comment on, on a couple different um, wrestling shows where basically they're saying the reason WWE was so great in the 90s and early 2000s was it had WCW pushing it. It's almost like NXT is what's pushing w, you know, Raw and SmackDown at this point. Uh, Triple H really has a gold mine in NXT. There's some fabulous people in that. Uh, there's something to be said about young hungry talent. They keep the excitement. They keep you on your toes because they understand. Listen, you know, anything, anybody who knows anything about the wrestling business knows that these guys out there have been trailblazers. You know, they've done so much and given so much to the sport. 
And now you have to, if you're a new guy, you're, you're having to reinvent the wheel, basically, to get noticed. And that's what the NXT guys are doing. They're bringing it hard, but they, they've changed up, uh, you know, and in particular, listen, Nakamura, Balor, these guys, yes, they're great wrestlers, but one of the things that is alluring is their entrances. So that's going to be the little bit of change, but expect the same storylines. The WWE is going to keep the pattern that they have, how they do their, their shows and how they work things. That's just not going to change. But yeah, they're going to bring a little new blood in. They're going to bring a little old blood in. Okay. And uh, they're going to mix it in with some unexpected, you know, matchings where, wow, we didn't expect them to break them up. Or, you know, they, they, they'll throw a monkey wrench into stuff like that or who they might pair up. That's one of the things that people aren't talking about. It's not just who they might split up. Who might they pair up? Pair wouldn't, up. That be no. a, wouldn't that be a monkey wrench into the things? All right. Now, all of a sudden, you two are uh, tag team partners. Or, or do you take some of these NXT tag teams, uh, American Alpha, and some of these guys and split them up? During the draft. Right, right. I mean, we saw the Dudleys get split up a long time ago uh, when they first did their, you know, their first draft. You know, we saw the Dudleys get split. We saw APA get split up. So, you know, it doesn't seem like anyone's safe. We're talking about two of the greatest tag teams in WWE history. Or, you know, they weren't immune. So that's where the interest lies. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, this draft uh, – and if you go to fantasyjusticesports.com, folks, Joey Cage is going to be taking care of that on uh, the website for us. He's going to cover the draft on there. He just did a great piece uh, on the last Raw. Uh, don't forget to check that out. You know, JT, there's some names being thrown around about who might come back from – or, or just come from different areas. Uh, like a comeback would be, uh, you know, is Rey Mysterio going to come back? Right, you know, right. He was last there in 2014. And, you know, I think he was a little bit upset. You know, WWE, from what I heard now, you know, I, I'm uh, going to be honest, I don't know the specifics. But from what I had heard is he had been insulted by WWE as they tried to renew his contract without his approval. Now, I don't know how something like that happens. That's, you know, I read that and for what that's worth, I, I really can't, I can't confirm that. Right. Um, right. But Ray Mysterio, that would be, yeah. Why not? Why I would add well, Ray Mysterio back if I'm WWE. I, I, I would, but with an asterisk with the idea of the cruiserweight division coming back, by all means, you get a Rey Mysterio back. Um, I was one of those people that, you know, I understand it's a show, it's part of the entertainment, but I was one of those people back in the day that always had trouble when you'd stick Rey Mysterio in the ring with Brock Lesnar and have him beat Brock Lesnar and hold the belt, you know. So <laughs> I like Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> I like Mysterio in the cruiserweight division where he belongs. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I really just couldn't. Now, one of the other names that they're talking about, and I guess uh, he's doing a retirement tour practically on TNA, is Kurt Angle. Now, on that, if Kurt Angle is going to come back, my guess is it's going to be a part-time role like The Undertaker just got done doing, and then, you know, pretty much what Triple H is doing now. You know, do one, Maybe like two, a, uh... Right, what a Y2J is doing. You'll do maybe two or three months, and you'll disappear for a little while, then come back, do two or three more pay-per-view type thing. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. Um, I'm sure there's somebody that'll work with him. And, you know, at this point, hopefully he's uh, calmed down and learned how to protect his uh, his men a little bit better. But uh, right, right. Rob Van Dam is another one that they're saying that could come back as a behind-the-scenes guy. I mean, are you hearing anything about that? I mean, the only real news I've I've really heard on that might free him up to do more of a role with WWE is, unfortunately for him, I do hear 
he's uh, going through some kind of a divorce or something of that nature, which I know at one point he said he didn't want the rigorous schedule because he wanted to pay more attention to his family. So, you know, unfortunately for him, you know, one door closes, another one opens maybe at this point. So, you know, and, and a guy that I'd like to throw out there that I'd love to see come back that I think got hosed just by WWE was Shelton Benjamin with that whole uh, gimmick with his mother being in the crowd every week. Uh, that guy was on a roll until they did that, and he's a phenomenally talented wrestler. So that'd be somebody I'd like to see come back. Nice, nice. There's other there's, – hey, that is a good one. I, I do like that one. There are a couple other guys, and I wanted to get your opinion uh, on somebody like Evan Bourne. Hmm. Well, you bring him back? I mean, Evan you bring Bourne. somebody like Evan Bourne back? Um, didn't he have several strikes, if I'm not mistaken, on him? With, with, I don't know if it was too many concussions or, 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 or something else. I just remember them trying to give him uh, a tag team push for a while. And I know the guy was, was hurt quite a bit. But, again, with this cruiserweight division opening back up, you know, it opens up, you know, opens up for guys like him. So, I mean, the guy was really talented. Uh, you, know, you throw him and Neville and some of these other high flyers in a match together, and that would be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, the other guy that they're talking about is uh, John Morrison or Johnny Nitro, whatever you want to call him, from the M&M tag team. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed Miz's uh, shoot on him on Raw the other night, you know, basically saying that, uh, you know, one guy's career went one guy one way and the other guy's uh, went the other. So, uh, you know, Morrison, they talk about a, another supremely talented guy that uh, should get a chance to come back and do something. And, you know, it's something I know you want to touch on later on, but don't be surprised if Jeff Hardy isn't back in the WWE mix soon, uh, and especially with this whole thing now with the Wyatts and the Hardys kind of going back and forth uh, on Twitter. You know, it just kind of gets the uh, well, it kind of gets the uh, feud started. Well, those and I was going to ask you about those two because if you take one, do you t- you take both? Let's be honest. And yeah, I, don't I guess know. so. It just seems it just seems like uh how many opportunities has, have they both had in WWE and at this point now I would still say Jeff Hardy's the more exciting of the two as far as in ring ability. They've gotten weird. <laughs> yeah. They've gotten a little weird and some of their videos, I mean and then the other day I saw one of actually I saw a couple where they're putting out stuff while they're trashed. They're drunk as hell or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But they they they're not with they're not with it completely. Okay. And they're putting I mean, that's just not good business. Or is it? It's it, well, it goes back to one of my favorite lines in wrestling history from Eric Bischoff. Controversy creates cash. You know, it's got people talking about them. You know, were people talking about them before? Not really. They are now. No, no. And I understand that. I guess now as I've gotten my feet wet in the business and starting to really learn about things more and more, I, I see it as, uh, first off, as a, as a promoter, would I want that kind of liability as one of my wrestlers? Do I need – is the talent pool so poor that I need to have somebody like that? See, that would be my well, I mean, question. Right, but that's where you say if you're WWE, the talent pool is very injured at this point. Uh, a lot of injuries in WWE. So, And if you're as strong of an entity as WWE and Vince McMahon, you can afford to throw – Jeff Hardy up on a poster for a pay-per-view, and if he uh, taps out because of some stupid reason, it's not that hard for you to replace him with someone equally as talented, uh, you know, for a match. No, so but I, and I, I, no, no, and I understand what you're saying, but all right, maybe I, okay, maybe I'm going to be a little bit different than Vince, uh, <laughs> as somebody as a promoter, because here's what I'm concerned about: I'm concerned about who he has to wrestle that night. 
Uh, it's not just the show. It's not just a good performance. Okay. But as a promoter, I owe it to my wrestlers. And again, folks, this is, I, I FXE live is because of FXE, Florida extreme entertainment. Hi, how are you? That is me. Um, and let me explain something to you. I don't know if I can do that honestly to one of my wrestlers. See, I want to go ahead and put on a great show, but I don't need to put one of my guys at risk that one of these guys are going to come in there and completely disrespect the sport, disrespect themselves, and also potentially injure somebody. I saw what happened in that match where he came into the ring trashed. That was terrible. How he's still how he's still able to get a job is God's gift to him. Well, let's look at that. You know, how how does he have a job? The Hardy Boys uh name is still carries a lot of thunder out there, you know, and it just seems like in a day where I'm actually gonna take WWE away from this because it looks like they're welcoming these new uh fresh faces with tough enough and NXT, but a lot of these other places just want retreads. They're afraid to put out the new guys uh, because they feel they don't have drawing power. And they, and it doesn't seem like they're as patient as WWE is to develop it. All right. Well, I tell you what, I'm having a draft and let's say I am SmackDown and still on the board is Nakamura guy from NXT, Austin Aries, a guy from NXT, not even go Finn Balor, because Finn Balor's been on his way to WWE for a while. I mean, he's he's training some of the WWE wrestlers now. Well, and I mean, let's be honest, you know, I was down in Dallas for WrestleMania this year, and the Uh NXT takeover they did in Dallas uh, the night before, if you haven't yet seen that, uh, and you have WWE Network, watch it. One of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen, and that a lot to do was because of Finn Balor. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, if I have a choice between some of these NXT guys or the Hardy Brothers, all right, let me ask you something. I'm going to throw a couple of – let's do this. It's a little fact or fantasy kind of thing. Uh, Hardy okay. Brothers. Do you take Rey Mysterio – or do you take the Hardy brothers? I'm going the Hardy boys on that. Do you take really? You take uh, let Kurt me Angle with you first. First and foremost, let me qualify something. Sure. I haven't been impressed with Rey Mysterio since WCW, uh, when he was still running with LWO with Eddie Guerrero and those guys back in WCW. He was a completely different wrestler. The right. last four or five years of his career with WWE. I, that was time for me to go go get a drink and go to the bathroom. So I'll qualify that and say at least the Hardys. Jeff Hardy, to me, is still exciting. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I don't personally agree. I, I think, I think yes, I agree. Here, I agree with part of your statement. I think uh, Mysterio got lazy. But I think he misses it enough. I think this was like a little bit of a punishment uh, kind of thing mm-hmm. where they both, yeah, WWE tried to do something. He didn't like what they were doing, and he walked when he probably didn't have to. And uh, no, maybe he was getting lazy. And you know, sometimes that happens. You start collecting that, that paycheck you get regularly. Yeah, you get complacent. But let me throw a quick scenario out to you, Jester. So right. again, I'm going to go back to mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s. Last time Jeff Hardy was in, and again, mind you, I keep saying Jeff Hardy. The other one I could care less about. But Jeff Hardy I got in WWE, um, and he does his swanton bomb off of the top of the Trinitron on the stage. Yes. You know, when's the last time have you seen Rey Mysterio do anything that exciting? Or when's the last time, when have you ever seen? I mean, this guy, talk about Shane McMahon throwing himself off the cage in yeah. WrestleMania. You know, yep, yep. It, when's the, that's the kind of guy Hardy is. He doesn't care. He'll do whatever he has to do for the show. Um, you know, to me, I'd rather have that kind of guy that gets people to stand up and, and you know, kind of lose their breath for a minute other than a guy that comes in the ring, does a 619, jumps off the top rope, 
lands in the mm-hmm. ring. I don't know. Just to me, Hardy's a lot more exciting. Gotcha. But the idea is this: you have to take Matt. If yeah, you I mean, have, maybe to, we if can you turn... have to take Matt, if you have to take Matt in the deal, do you still feel the same way? Um, if we can make him a uh, a manager of some kind, absolutely. Huh. You I, take I, him I, off. Of, you take him. You take him out of the ring and and put him on the mic only. Yeah, I let it because I mean I'd rather, much rather hear Matt Hardy on the mic than Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know back. Right. You know back when uh, you had the uh, Matt Hardy had his MFers, his little wrestling group that he had. I mean, he was interesting to listen to. You know, the guy could actually uh, keep up with Paul Heyman for a while there on the mic, but he was fun to listen to. Now, all right, so, all right, you take them, uh, and we've dealt with Mysterio. Uh, The Hardy Brothers or Kurt Angle? Oh, Kurt Angle. I mean, Kurt Angle has – Kurt Angle on that is amazing, so, yeah. All right. I just want to see how far you go in there with the Hardy. The Hardy Brothers or Finn Balor? Well, we've already discussed Finn Balor. I think he's one of the top three or four most exciting guys coming up, or even in the WWE at this point. So, hands down, that's Finn Balor. All right. Because um, I'm going to go with my – see, I have my big three at NXT right now is Balor, Nakamura, and uh, Samoa Joe. So, uh, if you go – Nakamura or the Hardy Brothers? Who are you taking? Oh, I'm with you still on your big three. I mean, Nakamura, those guys are phenomenal, uh, phenomenal wrestlers. They don't have the baggage as the Hardys do that you've already mentioned. I guess my point with mentioning the Hardys over someone like a Rey Mysterio is you're still going to need mid-level guys. You know, the Hardys can, can, can do solos. They can do tag team. They can do cruiserweight. Um, Jeff Hardy can wrestle. Uh, in the heavyweight division. So, you know, I see those guys as kind of um, space filler. Their roster, they, they're a little bit of a padding for your roster. Now, all right, let's go with some of the guys that are there now, currently. Mm-hmm. You take Fandango? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, thank you. I am not a fan bunghole fan. Titus O'Neil. Yes, I, Titus finally seems to be catching catching his stride. Looks like the fans are starting to get behind him a little bit. He's developed some in-ring ability. Um, he's got good charisma. So yeah, I'll take Titus. Rusev or the Hardys? Oh, Rusev! You're talking about a future, uh, a soon-to-be heavyweight champion. Really. I would bet you by Survivor Series, he's got one of the two belts, or he'll get it at Survivor Series at the latest. Wow. Big push from Vince on him. Big push from you on this. <laughs> hey, I mean, you you tell me, if we're talking about just physically gifted, and for a guy that doesn't speak a whole lot of English, he really doesn't do too bad on the mic. Rusev, huh? You're big on Rusev. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're bigger on Rusev than you are Cesaro. Don't I you like think Cesaro. Cesaro is more deserving. There's some, there's something out there that holds WWE from giving him that final push. I don't know what it is. They will not push him over the top, and I don't. Obviously, they know something else that I don't know. I like Cesaro, um, but I can tell you right now, Rusev will hold, will hold that that championship before Cesaro will. So okay, so you put uh, Rusev up there, and you leave Cesaro at mid-level talent. Well, I mean, who's to say Rusev's the only one that can go up? He still needs to wrestle somebody. You know, Rusev okay. versus Cesaro would be would be a fantastic match. I guess what I'm what I'm reading your question as, or what I'm seeing is, is who do I see holding the strap first? All right. Well, let me ask you something. I'll They're go both three here. Let me, let me throw another one in the mix because it seems like, to me, and maybe I'm wrong, and I want to ask you on this. 
it seems like there's a couple of guys. We got a couple of guys. Uh, we, there's a couple of guys. My little Enzo tribute there, folks. Um, we got a couple of haters. Um, there's a couple of guys there that are caught between. They don't know if they're going to keep them at mid-level or what. And like Kevin Owens, one minute he's losing, next minute he's winning. Sami Zayn, one minute he's losing, next minute he's winning. Seems like they they don't know what to do with these guys. Right. And a good example for Kevin Owens is I'm big on how you make somebody look in, out there. you gotta, you got to either build the mystique or you basically turn him into Iron Mike Sharp and have him job. So you look at Kevin Owens the other night, and he refuses on Raw to go out to the match until Sami Zayn is removed from ringside. I just think that makes Owens look look weak. You know, and to me, that's a red flag saying that that's how Vince sees him right now, which I don't see much of a push. How can you push a guy when they make him look weak? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like the text I sent you the night that uh, Cena and, and, and Styles wrestled, and at the end, the club came out and helped Styles get the win. You know, only WWE can have Styles win and make him look worse. He needed yeah. that win, you know. Um, so it, 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 I just see the same thing with Owens. They're making him look weak at this point. And, and the idea behind the, you know, the club and Cena and now Enzo and the six-man match tells you something about what they think of uh, Enzo and Cass. Oh, they, put, yeah, them, put, they them with, like put them with Cena? Right. Well, and you know, let's, let's, let's address the uh, elephant in the room on Cena. As many people that want to rip that guy uh, and boo that guy and, and say he sucks and everything else, the guy is not afraid to work with anyone that he can help. I mean, think of the help that's going to provide to all other five people in that match just by wrestling Cena or having Cena in that. And the guy's a, a tireless worker. You know, talk about somebody that respects the business. He uh, he does what he has to do. Uh, he's, a, he's a good, as you say, company man. He'll do really? whatever it is. Uh, yeah. And, and whether or not the fans appreciate what he does or not, he is a, he's a real good worker. He's a really well, that, good worker. I mean, good worker. Yeah. And one thing that's near and dear to our hearts, I know, is what is it over 500 Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes granted by him? I mean, talk about – I mean, the guy is absolutely perfect to be the face of a company. Yeah, somebody that should be. And, you know, all right, let, let's talk about one of the uh, – he said elephants in the room. Let's talk about one of them, uh, right straight from Ringling Brothers. This whole uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns deal. Now, well, <laughs> yeah, here's, the, here's the interesting thing, though, is I was reading up on what WWE history is on guys who have been suspended uh, from wrestling. And where their career goes afterwards, everybody's held the belt shortly thereafter. Everybody has held the belt shortly thereafter. So I want to see now what's going to happen when, because that match is still going to happen. There's going to be the three of them. And it's not going to be, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be Dean Ambrose walking out with that belt. Am I wrong on that, or do you do you really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not subscribing to that. I don't. How often do you see Vince put the World Heavyweight Championship on someone and strip it five weeks later? I mean, that just devalues the title. At least that's how it used to be viewed. And you really don't see that very often. I mean, you know, look at Charlotte. She's had the belt for almost a year. You know, I think CM Punk had the belt for a year and a half at one point. 
Seth Rollins, if it wasn't for injury, probably still would have the belt. So I don't see I don't see them pulling that off of him until SummerSlam at the earliest, and I think that's a stretch. I think you're looking at into the fall he'll wear that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, you just heard from one of the local Florida wrestlers, I'm not going to mention who, but he said uh, – the best push for Rusev would be a feud with everyone's favorite Olympic gold medalist. I don't know well, if uh, he, he's a local wrestler here in Florida. He just uh, hit me up on uh, Fantasy Jester, the uh, face my Facebook page. I uh, don't know if he wants me to give him a shout out. Uh, if you want me to give you a shout out, I'll give you a shout out there. Um, well, I but, agree uh, with him completely. I would love to see talk about two guys that just know how to move around the ring. Uh, athletic, you know, professionals. That would be fantastic to watch that, especially for well, the U.S. His belt. Opinion, his opinion is I think it would be an easy uh, classic, almost a flashback to Slaughter versus Sheik. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could definitely see it having that kind of undertone to it. And uh, he also felt that the uh, WWE creative has ruined Cesaro. I don't. I don't disagree with them. It's you know. It's hey, they're giving him a push, then they stop, and they give him a push, and then they have him lose to Hornswoggle or something stupid like that. So, you know, yeah. I have no idea why they're booking him that way. All right. Well, hey, listen. It's uh, I uh, there's some things that go on that I just don't understand with the WWE, but that's well, okay, folks. One of the things I want to ask you, okay, is uh-huh. we were going down that list. And I want to get to some of the women. Do you bring Gail Kim? Are they going to bring her? I mean, she she's always she's always done well when she's come to WWE. She she's always done very well. Gail Kim uh, is a hard, hard worker. That is that is, Which the is one thing I don't know much. I, I I I've never met her personally. I can't tell you what she is like. But what I have learned about her is that she is one hell of a worker. She will work hard at her craft constantly. And that's infectious. You get something in your locker room like that, and it just it, it makes everybody else, you know, ramp up their game. That's such a competitive sure. environment, you know? Sure. Look at, hey, listen, when we do a show, you, me, uh, Joey Cage, Bill Crude, listen, let's be honest, Okay. I help make your games better, without a question. I Absolutely. Make, I, I help push you guys to greatness. <laughs> right. I mean, all of us know we have to carry you. You know, we don't want our backs to be sore the next day. So, you know, we have to step our game up. Boy, I tell you, you guys better be strong. I got a big ass. <laughs> you going to carry me? <laughs> well, here, here uh, Jester, let me throw something out at you from a previous question a little earlier. So sure. The, if I'm not mistaken, when SmackDown was created, you know, it was in mind they had a, you know, there was the Rock show. Wouldn't it be interesting to see the Rock come back on limited schedule to help SmackDown Live and Shane McMahon? Wow. That would be uh, that'd be interesting. I uh, be hard though. It'd be hard to maintain a character, uh, somebody that you know he has to. I mean, let's be honest. I don't really unless he'd put people over, come in to put somebody well, over mean, every once in a while to do that. Just have him on the show. Just have him on just, the show. You know, oh, just an appearance yeah. kind of thing. Well, no, no, not even that. I'm talking more like we talked about earlier, of like a, you know, maybe not as much as Jericho does, but you know, he comes in for one or two months, wrestles, does a pay per view. You know, you get that dream match of this person versus The Rock that you never thought you'd see. You know, he disappears and does the Tooth Fairy Seventeen for six months, and then comes back and wrestles again for a month or two. You know. So, I mean, if a big movie star like Mike Mizanin can do it, why not The Rock? <laughs> the Miz. The Miz. And he's awful. Awesome, excuse me. <laughs> I will say. Are you talking about his acting or his wrestling? 
uh, pretty much all of it. Um, I will say this, though. It is a pleasure now when I hear his music because I know Maurice is going to be there. So, you know, there is something to look forward to in his music. There is something good in everything. That's the way to look at it. That's right. Be positive. Were, were you uh, were you as surprised as I was that uh, Darren Young got the win the other night, not Apollo Cruz? I nearly fell off the chair. I, I really thought that was going to be I'm sitting and watching. Yeah. Now, I thought it was going to be I, – I, I, watching, what happened was is I had uh, Joey Cage over, and we're watching, and I'm sitting there going, it's Cesaro or it's Apollo Crews. I mean, you take a look at who's Maybe in that Maybe Baron Corbin. Right, right, exactly. You know, um Outside shot there, but they also already, you know, I, I kind of see him going uh, a different direction, but <sighs> Darren, you know, huh? Wow. All right. I, I know I, I didn't see that one coming. I know Joey Cage didn't see that one coming and I'm willing to bet you didn't either. No, when it got down to the final three guys in the ring and Darren Young's kind of just laying in the corner over there, I was like, okay, somebody's going to toss Darren Young out. And then Apollo Cruz is going to get Corbin out of the ring because it just felt like that was who they were pushing for that match with Miz. And then to see uh, Apollo take them both out of the match and Darren Young be the last man standing. Well, I mean, they've been having him uh, doing vignettes with him for several months. So here comes the push. So now let me, let's, you know, move a little further forward from this. Okay. Let's take a look at, uh, going back to the tag team division, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Enzo and Cass, <clears throat> eventually they're going to separate from Cena. This is just a temporary thing. You got Gallows right. in it. What are they going to do? They're going to stay with AJ Styles, maybe. Then you're going to have I think... the Wyatts okay. and the New Day. Now, the New Day, they're going to break up. Right. I think Big E's going to go out and be carrying that Intercontinental Championship uh, here soon. That of the U.S. title. Him versus uh, Rusev would be an interesting match, too. That's two big boys there going at it, huh? Two big athletic boys. So, so and then one of the other things I don't <laughs> – all right, let me ask you something. Honestly, too. I'm looking at the, uh, you know, Joey did an article. Joey Cage did an article on FantasyJusticeSports.com, folks, on the recent Raw. And he brought up a a pretty good question. Why are they wasting time with Sasha Banks versus Dana Brooke? You know. I think think you're going to see a woman's champ on each show. And I think it's going to be Sasha on one show and Charlotte on the other. It's just my opinion. Then you know who again? I want to see who comes in. See, because you know they're going to eat add females, and mm-hmm. I really want to see what happens. Okay, fine. Now, say Gail Kim, Gail Kim joins them. It won't be long before she has a belt. Well, no, it won't be. But let's also think about something that our, our buddy Bill said a few weeks back. Uh, on one of the other shows that he joined us on, we got to talking about this. The four horsewomen are coming too uh, wow. from NXT. So you know, I mean, there's going to be a nice big influx, and don't think Stephanie's going to get away from uh, this divas uh, revolution that she's got going on. They put way, they got way too much talent to get away from that. I'd like to see uh, Alita or Trish Stratus get back in, or just just early on to get things rolling. But uh, either way, Gail Kim will, yeah, I agree with you. She'll have the Shocking, one of the uh, female uh, wrestlers that you want back happens to be Trish Stratus. And she looked great, but she was also great in the ring. Okay. Well, uh, hey, my favorite will always be Beth Phoenix, though. I got to get that out there. So. I'm sorry? Beth Phoenix was always my favorite to watch. Talk about booking somebody wrong. She could have beat three quarters of the men on the roster in a legitimate fight, in my opinion. Um, 
Oh, what was her name? Some of the gun. All of a sudden, I hate when that happens. You need somebody's name. The one with the uh, long legs. Stacy Keebler. Uh, Keebler. St- yeah, Stacy Keebler. Now, if they bring her back, uh, that'd be <laughs> put her back with See, the Dudleys. <laughs> yeah, I don't care who they put her back with. Um. All right, folks. Well, now. One of the things that have been going on recently, before we get into the uh, local Florida scene, I, I want to also talk about the whole Bray Wyatt family compound versus the final deletion. And uh, I don't know. Have you had an opportunity to see both, JT, or no? Yeah, it's it's funny how much they resemble each other. think somebody uh, somebody leaked it. Is that what happened, or... Well, you want to sit here and think that you want to sit here and think that WWE had this idea down and somehow it got leaked out and TNA beat them to the punch on it. You know, an old Eric Bischoff move. You know, announce their uh, results before their show goes on, type of thing. But uh, Mm -hmm. WWE creative isn't always the um, as somebody's mentioned earlier isn't always the cream of the crop. So you kind of have to go with who put it out there first at this point. Unbelievable. It is funny. Although, I, I guess what, though? I, I think that the Wyatts did it better, no? Well, WWE yeah, did a better one. Me, personally. That's Production value will always go to them. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I hate to make fun of TNA, but I've seen shows in the past where there were 15 people in a high school gym. So, production value-wise, you know, is always going to go to WWE at this point. <laughs> Fifteen people in a high school gym, huh? I could get more. I could get more in family members. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's terrible, JT. <laughs> oh lordy, no. Uh, I like the Wyatts. I want to see where they go uh, with them. I, 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 Bray Wyatt holding is going to hold a strap eventually. Well, you know, here here's something interesting for you. If you read some of the wrestle boards, some of the fan response to this particular topic, it seems pretty universal that a lot of people are starting to tune Bray out. You know, it's the same old thing. Uh, you know, he'll get a push, no belt. Um, you know, so it almost seems like people are starting to tune him out a little bit. He's losing some of that thunder. So, you know, creative would be wise to get a belt on him soon. Oh, uh, and with the split coming, what better opportunity? Well, I think he's earned it. I mean, the guy's amazing on the microphone. He does some, some fantastic stuff in the ring. Uh, he's a very believable character. You know, he sells it well. So I'd like to see him uh, see him get something. I guess um, at the ESPYs, Big Show challenges Shaq. I don't know. I can't wait to see what that's about. Yeah, it was, it's it's something to do off the WrestleMania moment where old Shaq Weasel came down to the ring and, you know, Shaq went off on everybody. You know, came down and, and, you know, cleared the ring. Big Shaq, you know, all him and his uh, wrestling skills, you know. He did have a really good video game called Shaq Fu, so we know he can do karate because it was in the video game. So, you know. It says here, it looks like the Big Show versus Shaquille O'Neal match is actually happening at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando next year. <laughs> right down the road. Maybe that's, you know, that'll be the one they have on the kickoff show. Uh, this year it was, uh, you know, Ryback and uh, the uh, Lucha Dragon, so uh, Kalisto. So they, that'll, that'll lead off WrestleMania in the pregame show. That'll be fun. I can't wait to, you know, having having that right here in our backyard, having WrestleMania 33 in our backyard is going to be absolutely fantastic because I will have an opportunity to cover it right from mm-hmm. there. I mean, I will be there yeah. live in person and uh, doing the best I can to get to places I shouldn't be, to get the interview that I shouldn't be. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, and you, you'll get there. I will tell you, last time they put it at the Citrus Bowl, uh, you know, I was at that one. Uh, I think that was where Shawn Michaels retired Ric Flair. Uh, so, you know, 
They're going to retire somebody at that one, you think? I don't know <laughs> if they're going to do that, but, you know, hey, you know, it was an interesting show, I'll say that. Uh, they, they put on a nice show there. It was good. I look forward to it. I look forward to it. And, uh, folks, now, moving on to the uh, local scene as we're getting ready to wrap up here in a little bit, FXE and uh, some of the other local indie circuit guys, they putting on some really good shows, all right? So some of these guys around here, now, understand something about, uh, I want to start educating people that aren't in Florida about the local Florida scene and talk to you a little bit about what's going on here. You have different groups. You have guys out there, and it's very easy to have uh, your own wrestling promotion here. Now, one of the things I've noticed and this is what I'm going to bring. Earlier today on Fantasy Jester at the Facebook page, I put out a promo because now I go from Fantasy Jester to Fantasy Jester, the wrestler, promoter, and all that, an entertainer. And that is what we're going to bring. See, I've looked around, I've watched some of the other promotions now. There's a mixed bag of promotions out there, just like in anything else. There's good promotions, there's bad promotions, okay? And they're all over around here, and I'm going to be talking about them more and more. But right now, I want to let you know a little bit about Florida Extreme Entertainment that's coming around here. It's going to be the new standard. See, a lot of these productions handle it like you would a backyard match. That's not what we're going to bring. We're going to bring the theatrics. We're going to bring the showmanship. We're going to bring great wrestling. We're going to have people that come in here, big name wrestlers and big names to be. And we're going to treat them right. We're going to look after our men. We're going to put on a great show for our fans. The fans are going to come in, and you see, because we're going to charge for these shows, and we're going to charge nicely. I'm going to let you know in advance, folks, but it's going to be worth every penny. It would be like going to a show. This is, this is entertainment, and anybody who knows the fantasy jester, who knows me personally, who knows my family, who knows Mrs. Jester, knows one thing. When we do something, we do it big. Now, a bunch of you out there know what our parties are like. I like to entertain. My fireworks shows are things of legend. It's no joke. It's quite truthful. What do you think my wrestling show is going to be like? There's a new standard coming to Florida wrestling, folks. It's FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of laughs. There's going to be a lot of hijinks. I am the fantasy jester. I'm going to be up to some stuff. (laughs) I cleaned that one up quick. Um, But I'm going to be up to it. We're going to have some great theatrical productions. Lights, smoke, all that, all the good stuff, projection, lasers, you name it. It's going to be a production. We're going to have great talent. The guys are going to work, and they're going to work hard to put on a great show for all of you. That is FXE Entertainment. These guys will be there to put on a great show for you. And for it, I will take care of them. Florida wrestlers down here might be used to some of the other promoters and how they treat them. They're going to get a new promoter around here. That new promoter is going to treat the men right. Those men are going to bust their asses for me, and I'm going to make sure that for it, they're going to get compensated properly and treated properly. FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment, thanks to FantasyJesterSports.com. Folks, under FantasyJesterSports.com, don't forget our other shows tomorrow, The Gridiron Guys. If you like football, Join us tomorrow for the Gridiron Guys. We talk football, fantasy football. Some of you wrestling people like some of the fantasy sports out there or other sports. 
If you like other sports, you can join JT and I on Saturday night, FantasyJesterSports.com brings you Fantasy Jester Show on Saturday nights. This is all brought to you by BreadFromYourBed.com and our newest, our newest guy out there, Deep Obsession Charters. Folks, you can't beat them. They is If you're coming, the weather is absolutely beautiful in West Palm Beach area. If you're planning on visiting Sunshine State, and you love to dive, and you have to con- you have to go ahead, go to South Contact, uh, go to Contact, South Florida's premier dive operators, Deep Obsession Dive Charters, out of the West Palm Beach area. They're full service dive operation with equipment, sales, and rentals. They're also PADI certified. Deep Obsession offers wreck dives, reef dives, night dives, dives to the beautiful Blue Heron Bridge. You know, one of the things that they do, I I definitely won't be doing, but I tell you, I, I know a lot of people that have. They do baited shark dives, and, and you get educated about what sharks are really about as you are there without a cage because you don't need one. You get an education on the importance of conservation they are endangered creatures, but you get to be up close and personal with them. Ryan Walton and Amber, absolutely beautiful hosts. Now, they make sure that you have a fun time. You know, they give you the best customer service. Make sure that you have a fun time, but safety is a priority. You can book your next dive adventure at deepobsessioncharters.com. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. They're everywhere. They're on YouTube. Go take a look at what you can do with these people. Or you can call them direct at 561-707-2045. That's 561-707-2045. Session Charters. Dive, dive, dive. Folks, that has been FXE Live. We gave it to you. We talked NXT tonight. We talked a little TNA. We talked WWE. We talked FXE and what you can expect. I am really looking forward. I'll tell you, folks, the people I'm working with for FXE, the group that we've put together, crazy little bunch. There's something seriously wrong with the group of people we have put together for FXE. We're going to put on a hell of a show. I promise you it's going to be entertaining as hell. You're going to want to see this. I'm telling you. Uh, And we look forward to putting it on. It's coming. We're we're nailing down our first venue, September. We're we're looking at September at a smaller venue. We're trying to do a bigger one for a Halloween FXE show. Halloween-themed FXE show Give me the creativity during Halloween to put on a show. Are you kidding? It's going to be ridiculous, folks. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. This has been FXE Live. Join us next week. We have a very special guest joining us next week. Watch for the promos for it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you uh, for joining us with JT, Jason Townsend. He can be found on Twitter at Fez437. I can be found on Twitter at Fantasy Jester, Fantasy underscore Jester. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great night. I am the Fantasy Jester. I am out of here.
His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.